Armchair GM Podcast being brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. Dylan and Chris, we're going to break down the forwards for the Flames core. Let's get after it. Well, Chris, how do you feel about uh, the the forwards we've got this year? It's a much different look. I'm personally pretty excited, but how are you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good about it. Um, obviously, you know, we, we lost uh, two guys on our top line. There was a lot of doom and gloom for, uh, you know, the first, weeks. You know, first couple of weeks of free agency. It was um, not a good feeling. <laughs> it certainly wasn't. And then, uh, you know, Brad, Brad pulled off that amazing trade, uh, Sending uh, Kachuk elsewhere, bringing in uh, Hubudo and, and Uyghur, uh plus a first that ultimately ended up um, being part of the uh, Kadri situation. Um, yeah. I'm feeling pretty good about our forward car. I'm not going to lie. Um, we've made some nice additions or or lateral moves. I'll say for for the uh, top couple of lines with uh, with Kadri and Huberdeau. Um, You know, I'm. I'm I've been saying it for a few weeks now. I truly believe that Huberdeau is a slightly better version of Johnny just because he's a, he's a better 200 foot player um, with, with amazing uh, setup skill and, and just ability to drive a play. So I'm excited about that. I'm really excited to watch how uh, him and Lindholm and I guess whoever they decide to put on the uh, first line with them. I'm excited to yeah, see what too. happens with them. Um. And and as far as Huber that was concerned, for me, one thing I'm really excited to see with him is, um, you know, if, if you look at what Sutter was able to do with Goudreau last year and actually take him from a borderline defensive liability and kind of teach him how to become this, you know, actually really really good two-way forward i think i think Gaudreau was last year obviously yeah. not so good at using his body but that's one thing i'm really excited with huber though is if if um stutter can bring huber in and kind of make him into what he made Gaudreau into last year mm-hmm. man i think the upside in the two-way game of huber is better simply because of the size and because he's more willing to get in the corners. Yeah, absolutely. That was one of the things that, that uh, Johnny did step up his game with last year was that ability to come back and, and forecheck and, and uh, you know, break up plays, which was nice. And and it's funny, you mentioned you didn't really use his body, but there were a number of plays where he came in. It wasn't exactly hitting guys, but he would just kind of drop his, yeah, drop his shoulder a little bit and get in and steal the puck and move away. Um, so I'm 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 excited to see what a what a Sutter led Huberdeau looks like because I I truly think that uh, he, he's he has all the right tools and, and can be set up for some great success on that top line. I agree. Uh, signed long term, obviously this year he's only making just under um, six million dollars, mm-hmm. but uh, you know kind of signed a somewhat controversial contract. A lot of people think it's not going to be great at the end, but some people think it might age okay, but only time will tell. But I yep. think we've got a, a good good one in Huberto um, for at least the next five, six years before it starts going down. Yep. Um, 
moving on, Manjipani. Manjipani, and uh, you know what? <clears throat> you you know my thought on the player. I you know I I like and I can't say I like. I love his drive, his give a shit meter. I love the fact that he really really fights hard every single game. Um, I've always had an issue just you know with with his with his size and his inability to a stay on his feet um, and b go into a corner and 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 come out with the puck. He does not drive a play, so he's going to need to play with somebody that can set him up because if somebody can set him up, he's got some pretty lethal scoring ability. So I'll give him that. Um, that being said, at you know at at five point eight for another three years that he just signed. I'm not super happy about it, but you know, at least we got three years out of him. We don't have to sit and sit through any more of his contract holdouts uh, every year or two years. Yeah. You know, um, one, one bonus, I guess. Right. Oh, a hundred percent. So it's something we don't have to worry about. And, and he's still young. Like in my opinion, like you and I share the same opinion as far as, you know, the guy can't stay on his goddamn feet, but as far as I'm concerned, I, I kind of shat on the contract when it when it started, like yeah. when it first got signed, um, because I do think he's more of a four point five to five million dollar player. Yeah. Um, but he does have an upside, and I and if he starts passing a little bit more, and if he had puts on a you know a few pounds worth of worth of muscle weight or whatever I, I think maybe his center of gravity can improve and um there's an upside and i'm you know i'm i think that expecting him to score 35 goals is ridiculous yeah. i think he's probably gonna level out to a consistent 20 to 25 goal score which is perfect for a second line yeah well you know exactly I mean? I no Se- problem with that on a second line yeah second you know, potentially, you know, second, third line, that's where I've always kind of slotted him in. Um, obviously, he had his career year in goals, uh, which he achieved, I, mean, I don't know, about 85% of those goals in the first month and a half to two months of the season. And then once December hit, um, pretty much fell off the face of the earth as far as production. Um, so I'm obviously looking for a little more consistent uh, season coming from Andrew this year. Me as well. Um Let's move on to Elias Lindholm. This guy has just continuously got better and better every year. He's on probably one of the best bang for your buck contracts uh, that that isn't a you know a, a league minimum contract in the entire league, um, and still for two more years. Um, what's he at? He's at uh, 4.85 yeah. and that is your first line center, your, you know, selkie runner up. I yeah. cannot say enough good things about his, the way he drives the game um, up and down, you know, both ends of the ice in the middle of the ice everywhere. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, I love Lindholm, and man. Elias Lindholm being the, he has six players making more than him in the uh, forward ca- category for the Flames, um, which is ridiculous because he's <laughs> yeah wow made, right? like yeah like maybe Huberto is better but a, a different right that's right hundred percent different yeah. yeah I mean I I'm, I'm no no slight against Huberto at all I I think Huberto is a great player and and I'm really excited to watch him but 
I mean, Lindholm brings so much to the to the team. He really does. Between his 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 abilities in in the in the forward zone, his abilities in the defensive zone, his abilities on the power play, his abilities on the penalty kill, like he's just an all around great player. He um, is. How he doesn't have a key to the city is beyond me at this stage. Yeah, he is between above average and elite at at all every of those aspect of the game except yeah. for maybe hitting. Sure. Sure. Oh well. I'm, I'm right. I mean he he still doesn't shy away from hitting either though, right? No, he doesn't. He doesn't. So, I mean he'll play so. physical, he's just not super great at it, which yeah. which is fine. You know, he's our number number one center. I don't necessarily need him to be the uh, knock, knocking guys over in the boards or behind the net. I don't yeah, I don't need that from him because he brings everything else to the game. Exactly. Exactly. I couldn't agree more. Um, moving on, let's talk about another Selkie candidate we have on our team. Obviously not quite as gifted offensively, but one of the best defensive forwards in the entire league, in my, in my opinion. Uh, Mr. Michael Backlund, longest tenured Calgary Flame. I, I hear he uh, he's a bum and should be traded, I don't know, I'm going to say a thousand times through every season over the last ten years. Yeah, right, right up until he starts <laughs> up with his second half scoring because people can't fucking understand that right. scoring is not all there is to the game. <laughs> yeah, and, and or, or when, he, when he's playing against the other team's first and second lines and keeps them off the score sheet. Like those get started on the, on the uh, defensive side of the puck all, like yeah. all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah, again, exactly. He comes over makes... the boards when the, when the draws in our end, um, and then all of a sudden it's in their end. Like, like he, he's just, he's a smart, smart player. Obviously he didn't turn into the elite um, point getter that we, I guess that Daryl Sutter thought he would be when he drafted him. Yeah. But you know what? I, I've got nothing but respect for Michael. I've always been a defender of his always. Yeah. And, and you know that we've known each other for a few years and we've talked about this many times. Yeah. I mean, you'd like him to be able to become, you know, second half backs during the first half of the season, um, as far as scoring is concerned, but that's not real. Like his role on the team isn't, to score 60, 70, 80 points. His his role on this team to me is to get, you know, 30 to 40 points, maybe a little bit more yeah. and uh, shut down. Like he's one of the only players in the league that can shut down Connor McDavid. Nobody ever shuts down Connor McDavid all the time, right. but he's one of the only players in the league that can. Um and has on several occasions, again, not all the time, but several occasions. Um, yeah, agreed. And, and you know, he's he's 33 years old. Um, you know, he's been around the step. league. Yeah, obviously he's losing a bit of a step. He's been around the league a long time. He makes very smart plays. He, he effectively, you know, right now is only kind of losing his second line um, position. Yeah. Because we signed what will likely be the second line position, right? Yeah. So I, most I likely, mean, if if it wasn't for us signing Kadri, I I honestly think that Bax would have started the season on the second line. Where 
Well, there, there would effective. first of all, there'd be nobody else. And sure. to me, the only thing that's changing here is our shutdown line is going from the second line to the third line. Mm-hmm. They're the same role. They're just moving down the line, which is perfectly fine with me. It's perfectly fine with me too. And I'm actually kind of excited to see um, if being on, on the third line and, and not playing against, you know, so many elite players, you know, let's see what kind of point production we can get out of backline this year. I think he's still going to play against all those elite players. I think he's just going to open up more, you know, more space for guys like, Mm -hmm. you know, Mangiapane and Kadri who are likely going to be second liners or maybe to Foley and, you know, whoever, they're going to get less defensive starts because Backlund and probably Coleman and mm-hmm. somebody yeah, who knows who maybe Dubé, who knows is going to be on that third line getting less minutes, less offensive minutes, but yeah. letting the more offensively skilled players play more offense, which is, which is good, <laughs> which is what you want your shutdown unit to do. Um, speaking of Kadri, uh, yep. We have a whole episode we did on Kadri. Um, should be up on Spotify and Apple Music and on, um, I'm sorry, Apple Podcasts and up on uh, YouTube as well. So yep. check us out there. And while you're there, make sure to hit the subscribe button and uh, let us know your thoughts. Yeah, give us a follow, give us a download. Let's. Uh... Let's, let's keep going with everything flames from uh, the armchair GM podcast. Yeah. So we'll just do a quick little one on Kadri, even though we did a whole uh, episode on him. Um, not going to replace what Kachuk brings or brought. Yep. Um, he plays a different position. He's not, you know, he's gotten 80 points once in his career, but before then he's been 50, you know, 45 to, to 60 points ish, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, which is nothing to shrug at, but I think a lot of people are expecting him to be a lot more offensive than he is. But I'm excited because he brings the grit that Kachuk brought, yeah. but he also brings speed, which Kachuk didn't. So he we're kind of getting more speed and losing a little bit of offense. Yeah, losing a bit a little bit of that 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 young skill that 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 Kachuk had. Um but you know we're we're kind of doing a lateral move on the on the grit and the the tenacious plays in front of the net. I suspect yeah. uh, Nazem's going to play a pretty key role in in just getting in the in the opposing goalie's face and and just kind of doing what he does. He's He's, he's, he's a dynamic player. He always has the limelight around him, um, you know, whether it's because he just got himself into some shit during a game, uh, whether he's calling out teammates or, or, or other teams, players, he, you know, he loves being in the spotlight. And, and I, you know what, at first when people are talking about Kadri to Calgary, it's like, hell no, just based on everything I've seen from him in the past, but it's, it's truly one of those situations where, you hate him when you play against him. You love him when when he's on your team, and and I fully expect uh, Nazem to really embrace the Sutter style, and and really 
really have a, a you know, not necessarily a career year, but I, I think he's going to be pretty darn close to what he was last year as far as point production. I I would be expecting around 60-ish probably from him. Sure. I don't think he's going to be at the low end of what his, um, you know, what his career has been, but I, I don't think that yeah. expecting him to get 20 more than he usually gets is very, you know, <laughs> it's it's not it's not out Very of line good. i don't think right i think he'll i think he'll be in in that in that bracket which, between 60 and 80 i think yeah between 60 and 72 oh well, i mean i i think he'll probably yeah maybe 60 and 70 i'd be okay right. with saying but anyways um and, and and when you look at the person that he'll he's potentially replacing on on the line right that's that's again a a 20 point increase. Yeah. So, you know, that's, it's, it's, it has, it has pretty good potential. I'm excited. It does have good potential. Um, Again, contract a little bit too long for my liking, but, mm-hmm. but you gotta, that's what you gotta do to get people to, to sign pretty much anywhere. Um, And apparently even more so in Calgary. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Let's, who should we talk about next? Let's go um, with um let's go to the bottom of the list. Not that he should be called bottom, but let's talk about Trevor Lewis. Trevor Lewis. Bottom of the list, my ass. Yeah. He he was, in my opinion, one of our best three forwards for the entire playoffs last year. I couldn't agree more. He uh, you know, I'm not gonna put him above that, but I mean, what more could you ask from the kid? Like I mean, he's he's he, he's 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 here in Calgary for uh, eight hundred thousand, I think it is, right? Yeah, he's got eight hundred yeah. left or eight hundred on just this year, and then he's yeah. a UFA again. Yeah, but he's thirty five years old, and and he's taken you know next to league minimum basically to yeah. play a, a fourth line slash press box role. Um, and I think he struggled when he first got here at the beginning of last year, yeah, a little bit, and then and then as the year kind of rolled on he remembered what a daryl Sutter system is like well that's right and... he had five years away from daryl right so yeah so then he had to get acclimatized to i guess a calgary and b daryl and and i mean and i the second half and we call him second half lewis i guess right he can he can write the coattails of uh, backland on that name yeah because and uh, you know what honestly he plays a very similar game to backland he's just he, he's slower and he's he's i guess a couple of years older but He's uh he plays a pretty similar game as far as the two way, um, well not even two way just defensive, uh prowess. Yeah, word word I'm looking for. Yeah, absolutely. Like he's he's going to be almost thirty six when the season starts. Yeah. Um, but he's he's been he's just known as that that grinder, right? Yeah. You know, like his his career year for points was was twenty six. So obviously he's not here for getting points. He's here for making the, the other team's lives miserable, you know. And, and he did a pretty damn good job of that. I I thought he was actually very very good in that um, Dallas series. Absolutely. And I thought he was actually, if I rewind a little bit, even before the Dallas series, I think the last couple weeks of the season he was one of our best forwards for the last couple weeks of the season too. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, yeah. He, he just got into playoff mode, right? Yeah. And that's, and that's just, that's, that's the veteran, right? He knows that, you know, in, in mid April, it's time to get, get going. It's time to get ready mm-hmm. to, to get into that mode. And, and that's what he did. All right. Um, let's talk about another guy who had some time away from Daryl and it definitely showed <laughs> in uh, Tyler Toffoli. Tyler Toffoli, right? The, the big acquisition from last year, you know, he came in in his first, what, five games, was high-flying, high-action, you know, points on the board, and then plateaued. Not he saying didn't that even that's, plateau. He, he, he just fell he, off. I guess he plateaued, and then he just, like, stepped off a cliff and yeah. Yeah, failed to show up for the rest of the season. Yeah, including playoffs. And, yeah. I mean, obviously we expect a hell of a lot more from him this year. I sure hope he can find that extra level. I mean, he, he's 30. I think he's got it in him. I, I, I don't, I think that was an outlier of a season. You got to remember too. He had just finished coming or, you know, he just came off of a Stanley cup finals run. Yeah. And imagine being on that team. Imagine being on that Canadians team where you're go on this magical run and you're, in the finals and then you come in the next year and the team sucks so bad. And you know, your best defenseman's out for the rest of his career. And it's looking like your best, you know, your number one goalie who's arguably one of the best goalies in the world is out for the entire, looks like the rest of his career possibly. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Cause he's not coming back next season either. That's that sucks. The mental grind of, of, going from the high to the low like that has got to be rough, yeah. man. Yeah, so I, I do think that he's got it in him to come back uh, this year, especially after remembering how to uh, please Mr. Sutter. <laughs> um, true. True. I and and that... I'm sure, I'm sure that uh, him and Daryl have, have spoken uh, a yeah. number of times about, you know, just how, how he finished the last half of the, of his time here. And, and and what's what it's going to take for him to move forward, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's that, out of. Uh, sorry, people are saying that he's potentially going to be on that top line, but you know, it's it's going to be up to him, right? You know, we're yep. going to we're going to need a little more speed from him. We're going to need a little bit more playmaking ability from him, and and scoring. Like, period. Like, I think he, that's one thing scorer. that kind of didn't help with Toffoli for most of the time he was here. He's a guy, he, he's kind of like peak Sean Monaghan, except right. not a center. Yeah, yeah. In the fact that he's not the most fast guy out there. Um, I think he's a little bit better defensively than than peak Sean Monaghan. But he's really good at finding a soft spot and receiving a pass. Yeah, And he wasn't playing with anybody who can pass That's- like that. Right. That's true. That's true. And and he does have really good ability to drive a net as well. But yeah. Um, but you're right. He 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 needs a setup guy. Um, obviously Huberdo would be that guy. Um yeah. Because I mean, I mean, who was he playing most of his time with? Bax and Coleman, which you know, Coleman is fast as all hell and and but not re- you know, he's not a setup guy at all. No, he's you know? we we have like 
Coleman is what I'd like Mangiapane to become. As mm-hmm. you know, maybe we can move on to to Coleman here. Um, but yeah, I agree with you about about Toffoli. He's he needs to show a little bit more than he showed last year. 100%. Um, and yeah, Blake Coleman. Blake he's Coleman, Mangiapane, but he stays on his feet. He's Mangiapane, and he stays on his feet. And uh, just in a minute or so, we're going to have ourselves a conversation about Blake. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. The action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially this summer. With tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports, you can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers risk-free bets for up to $1,000. Yeah, that's right. You heard me right. Make your first bet for up to $1,000, and if it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. Best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Here at Armchair GM Podcast, Dylan and I are always looking for ways to get into the action, whether it be with hockey, football, baseball, MMA, golf. It doesn't matter. Any sport is uh, good for us. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN, make your first deposit, and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Dylan. Yes, sir. What do you think about uh, Mr. Blake Coleman? So I've been a huge fan of, of Coleman since he was in... Uh, New Jersey. He was a target of mine back when um, a few years back there when we had been looking for that winger for um, Monaghan and Gaudreau, but at the same time looking back at that time, I, I don't think you know, he. I don't think he's a first line player, so I don't think that would have worked out very well, but I've he's kind of been a target of mine for a long time and I was so happy that we got him. Oh, just under five million dollars might be a little bit steep, but he wanted to be in Calgary. It yeah. it really truly seemed like he wanted to be in Calgary. And that's something that we don't see a lot. Um yeah he he, he truly seems excited to be here. If you look at his his integra- Instagram posts and his uh and his social media like he seems exceptionally happy to be in Calgary. Um, exactly. Calgary's very close to um, same type of lifestyle, if you will, from his hometown in Texas. And, you know, we're yeah. all, we're all, what, what do they, what do they call us? We're all just shoot them up cowboys, you know, living yeah. by the mountains, <laughs> all that shit. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so I, I think he, he loves That's it here. I mean, right. And we, he's got <laughs> what four, five more years on his on his uh, deal at uh, four point nine, which, you know, as a second line player, four point nine is is not that hard to swallow. No, I don't think so either. 
Um, again, I think that uh, he kind of is who I'd like Mangiapani to become. I think Mangiapani has more of an offensive upside, but Coleman very much does the same kind of things that Mangiapani does where he doesn't give up on the puck, but he's actually better at coming away with it. Whereas Mangiapani right. doesn't give up. He's just not very good at the finishing part of not giving up. If yeah. you know what I mean. Well, yeah. I mean, the extra five years of life in, in the league will, will give that to a guy. Right. I mean, Blake is 30 years old. He's been around. He's, he's a, he's a veteran and he, he knows what it takes to. Yeah. His to, career started yeah. late though. He's, he was one of those late bloomers. Yeah, that's true. So he doesn't have a whole lot of, of miles on his body, you know, except for the, I suppose the, all, all uh, the cup Stanley runs. Cups. Yeah. I mean, all the cup runs and yeah, he's got a lot of games, right? Yeah. But not a lot of years. Yeah. Um, I'm a huge Blake Coleman fan. Um, yeah. As am I. Yeah, as am I. Um, I, I, it, I, it was I, in 2022. <laughs> 2022 <laughs> it was in holy yeah <laughs> we we can we can live in the present and still talk about it was in how about that yeah <laughs> I, I don't like the fact that we can talk about it twice i know right <laughs> god damn it screw you gary bettman oh i don't buy the bettman bullshit i don't either but that's fine <laughs> it's it's fun to, to shoot the shit about yeah. um how about some fucking Milan Lucic talk? How about Mr. 17, the Luch? How, how about, about five hole galore? You know, how about the sand people? Meme? Right? 100%. The gift, yeah. you know, like I, I don't give a shit what people say about Milan. Is he slow? Yes. That's Does it. he make a little bit too much? Yes. Yeah, 100%. Does he bring exactly what we needed when we traded for him? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Did um is nobody that, is, ever expected them to come in and score? Nobody ever expected them to come in and be a speedy guy. Everybody expected them to how, come in, make a couple many, of big hits and punch some faces. And that's what he does, and that's what we love him for. Hundred percent. How many times last year did I say, Holy shit, look at how fast he is coming across the <laughs> across on on the wing there across the boards it was just unbelievable watching every once in a while yeah. it's like he gets that look in his eye and he yeah. forgets that he's 34 and yeah. he forgets that he's a fucking giant and he just skates like he like full yeah. bore like he's looking at ryan miller right in the fucking eyes right <laughs> freight train coming in yeah but i mean i'll tell you what i mean his leadership that he that he, and he that he brings to the team is second to none. I don't think right? that can be overstated, honestly. I I honestly don't either. Um, his if you look at Gaudreau last year skating around with confidence, there's two reasons for that. One number one, his coach uh, was giving him some brilliant direction. Number two, he knows that if somebody goes after him, number seventeen is coming after them. Or forty four. Or forty four, hundred percent. Yeah. 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 Um, but I mean, like, which is probably why he's in Columbus anyways, that's right. <laughs> but I mean, at, at this moment right now, there's one, maybe two guys that could possibly give, give, uh, 
Milana run for his money at a fight. And I honestly think he would come out ahead against both. Reeves and... Um, um, what's, what's your favorite guy in Washington? Wilson. Wilson, yeah. <laughs> Wilson, okay. can, Wilson can throw. Um, I don't Wilson think he... can throw, but Wilson's got the he's actually like really underratedly skilled. Oh yeah. No, I, I much prefer him as a hockey player. Because he yeah. is actually very good at playing the game. It's too bad yeah. that he pulls some of his shit sometimes, but absolutely. But no, I mean I don't even think Wilson's uh Lucic, you know, level um uh heavyweight. I, I think Wilson can fight with some of the best of them, but I think like Lucic and and Reeves kind of stand on their own. That's right, hundred percent. The two, but, but if you look, there's there's a, a a Wilson and Reeves rivalry. So Wilson believes he's at that level, and so he'll give it a whirl. Yeah, I mean he'll which, lose, which is great to watch. Yeah, he'll lose, and it's whatever. But yeah, you know, but you know, you're right. It's it's Reeves and, and Luch at this moment in time. Not that they're going to see each other um, a, a bunch, but you know what? When it comes to the Battle of Alberta, it's good to have a Milan in your corner. It is, especially you know? when he used to play there. <laughs> That's right. And especially now that fucking Assian is gone. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. I'm <laughs> looking forward to it. Um, Other than skate circles around three quarters of our guys. No, Anyways. No, don't, don't be silly. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Um. Yeah. <laughs> So let's talk a little bit about Mr. Dylan Dubé. I was just about to say, I can't believe you waited this long to talk about the player over your right shoulder. Right there. That guy. Yeah. That guy. Mr. Uh, Mr. Third line. Through. Yeah. I feel like if we don't get a, a top line winger in the trade, I feel mm-hmm. like this is going to be Dylan Dubé's uh, season to break out and go, you know, <laughs> earn more ice time. I'm not going to say he's going to be a first line winger. Cause that's just ridiculous for Calgary. Yes. Oh, okay. Calgary. Okay. Hmm. I don't think he's going anywhere. I know. That's um, I know you don't, really like him on the team but i think he's really not that far off from being you know a 20 like he's he's getting you know 18 goals last season like that's not nothing he's i think he's not that far off from being a 25 goal uh winger and he's got speed which we don't have very much of in the lineup anymore he does Um, have speed you know i guess i i hear about his amazing speed all the time but I also see him not being able to catch up to the play very often. Um, but that, that is one of the big things that I hear about Dylan Dubé every single year from many people about his amazing speed. But I find that he can't get back for Fort check. And I find that he's catching up to the play going, going into the opposing. I think game. he needs to learn when that he needs to use it more than just when he's got the puck. Right. Cause that's when he's, fast yeah he's fucking he's lazy is is what i'm saying like he if he's not involved in an actual play he has zero effort in him i don't i don't know if i agree with that i mean i think he's probably not i don't think zero effort is fair to say i think he could probably put more effort in but i I think 
yeah, saying you're right. Yeah, zero he's, effort uh, what's is his probably name? a bit much. just skating to the bench right. is kind of fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're right. I'll give him. I'll give him fifteen percent. <laughs> All right. Not a not a mark um, more. Yeah. I do think that you know, an eighteen goals third liner for two point three mil for another couple of years is absolutely yep. fucking fine. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's he's serviceable in that position. Um, yeah, but like like I've been saying for three seasons now, um, third line is is his is his ceiling in in my opinion. Um, especially if we start getting more players, you know, um, as as the team moves forward, I just I find it difficult to believe that he's going to outperform other people. But I mean, once again, I obviously hope he does. We'll see. Fair enough. So we don't agree on every player. <laughs> I don't think he's he's got first line potential. I no. think he's got second line potential, and I think he could reach that as early as halfway through this year or or early next year. But I think that he's got that potential. Okay. But not first line potential. So who who on the second line is he going to take over? Well, we don't have any. Like maybe Toffoli, like Toffoli. What is he going to be a first line winger or a second line winger? And then who else do we have? Coleman, but Coleman's going to probably play with Backlund on the third line. Yeah, it's true. We don't really have anybody else. Actually, like, you know what? I I wouldn't mind a, a Backlund, Coleman, and and Dubé third line. I don't think it would be a bad line. I don't think so either. That that would be. You know some pretty decent speed on the wing, right? On both take sides, it. right? Um, Kevin Rooney, Ooh. exactly. <laughs> He's somehow managed to be making fucking five hundred thousand dollars more than he needs to be. Well, but I think he... that was in the conversation earlier. I'm like, he's he's a perfect league minimum player. Yeah, but he's making 1.3 million for some reason. I don't know why. He's God damn it. <laughs> Again, it's hard to complain about a 1.3 million dollar player on a yeah, on a on a NHL roster, but uh we have him for 2 the years. The way I look place. at him is he's taking the spot of an Adam Ruziska or taking the spot of somebody who That's... could you know what I mean? Like Yeah. I wouldn't mind him being more of a um, a press box guy who comes in like a like a Derek Ryan type of guy who plays mm-hmm. oh fifty games or whatever and sits for a few games and then somebody else comes in from the minors for the rest of the for the rest of those games or or whatever right yeah um yeah absolutely but I think right now he's slotted like we don't have. I mean, we have what Peltier and uh, like Rosiska is not even fucking signed. Like we don't have anybody else for the fourth line center. Dubé, no. maybe I guess. I mean, I I don't. I'm not worried about Adam not signing before the season starts. But me neither. But why hasn't he? It's that that to me is a weird one. I think that I honestly thought that's one of the quick and easy ones that Brad could have gotten done in between, you know, the big deals, but. Um, like I'm, I'm not worried about it. 
But when you, when I, I feel like he might be upset that, I mean, this is just me spitballing. I feel like he might be upset that, you know, the Roonies got, got signed and, you know, he spent half the season, you know, he played the, what, how many games did he play last year? Like 30 or something? Who's that? Ruzika? Ruzika. Um, yeah, did he? I don't think he played that many. Uh, I am not exactly positive, but I can check that. Anyways, he played. Um, no, he played quite a few games last year, and um, yeah, he played twenty eight. Twenty eight games, ten points. But then goals, we brought players in to take the spot that he, you know, yeah, he so didn't he... play that much in the playoffs, and he kind of sat sat around for a yeah. large portion of the year. And then got sent back down to Stockton for their for their run, which is fine. Yeah. But I feel like he is an NHL ready player, and he's kind of getting the Calgary Flames treatment, where he's yeah getting thrown back down to the minors or sat in the press box when the Kevin Rooney's of the of the world should be sitting in the press box. Hundred percent. You got you know Ke- Kevin Rooney with forty five total points in his career, 12 of which came last year after six to one games. So he more than doubled the, the uh, game total of Adam and, and got a whopping two additional points, right? One more goal and one more assist. So, I, I mean, if, if that is what, what Adam is pissed about as far as not signing yet, I get it. You know, um, Sutter came out last year and said he didn't want to, have Adam on the on the fourth line because he thought it'd be a waste of his talent and his time. But I would but much so rather is sitting him on the press box. Exactly. I would much rather him play fourth line than watching games. You know, yeah. I, I, and again, I don't want him on the fourth line either. I, don't I want him on the third line. I want him you know yeah. maybe he I, I mean he's a natural center. I guess he plays right wing sometimes. But I wouldn't even mind like if he has a strong camp if we sign him like I wouldn't mind seeing him given a chance on that second line right wing with a, we were talking about with uh yeah. you know Dubé you know healthy competition between him and Dubé or or something like that for that second or third line spot yeah and he's young right he's 23 years old so he's yeah. like he's ready to be developed let's get him into into NHL minutes, you yeah. know, whether, whether it be, you know, obviously eight minutes to nine minutes a game is not great, but if we can get him into 82 games at that, and then next year, then we start looking at really boosting his, uh, his numbers up and, and really giving him, you know, the, the opportunity to shine. Right. Yeah. You know, when he's Absolutely. 20, 24, 25, and then he becomes, you know, in that category, because I, you know, based on, on what I've seen of him from his younger years. I mean, I, I want to see him on the second line. I want to see him be in our second line center. I think, how would you like a, um, a lineup look of um, Hubert though, Kadri and Lindholm? Like I know Lindholm's such a good center, but I also like personally, I'm a fan of having, um, Two guys that can win faceoffs on on the same yeah. line. I am and too. I also like just having those three guys on the same line. I think that brings 
though a similar look as the first line last year with a little bit less you know yeah. maybe offensive upside but i think uh, you know elias uh, i mean did, th- did this is well. obviously saying if ruziska is ready for a second line center role right i which he is not right now he's yeah. not yet he's no. absolutely not ready for that right now yeah. but um you know elias did really well playing the wing with with johnny and and uh and monahan um obviously not not the same numbers as he was putting in last year in the in four. I get that. Um, I personally would rather have Kadri on the wing than Elias because I think he's a better in the front presence and, and shifty in the way he moves. But um, I, I, I mean, for this year, I think it has to go uh, Lindholm and then Kadri line one and two personally. Fair enough. I'm. I mean, I'm not going to argue it. I, I'm easy either way as long as the the chemistry is there, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Which like, obviously, is I, I would take be. A, I'd be okay with with doing that with Kadri moving him up if we had a true second. I mean, we could put Backlund back into second and put. Uh, but then Lusica that ruins the whole, the whole uh, depth thing that we were talking about. Totally. Um. But yeah, I think that that's a look you can have, or, or even even if you know there's some struggling going on offensively mm-hmm. or if the first line needs needs a little grit or something like that you can yeah. move that up and and give that a try right yeah totally um, i i think i think um throwing adam into that second line after you know playing a career of 31 nhl games which that's is not really, it's not fair for for no. him right but i think that if you throw him into a you know maybe Rooney's spot for a little bit and let him work his way up. Yep. That's how young guys end up getting, you know, becoming revelation second line centers in yep. their, in their rookie years or in their second year. Right. 100%. Um, you know, I'll bet three quarters of the hockey fans or even more have never even heard of his, you know, Rizuska's name. Yeah. Right. Um, well, but and, and rightfully like... so, right? Because I mean, I mean, it's you know, last not last year, but the year before, he played you know three whole games. Where you know this last season, played twenty eight games. Obviously, us as Flames fans, we get to see a lot more of him. You know, with with Stockton and, and things like that, so we get it. But yeah, I mean, I, I expect big things, but he's he's not there yet, but he will be. Yeah, I think he's got. Um... A lot of potential. I think he's currently probably our best forward um, prospect. prospect, and I yeah. think he's close, uh, pretty closely followed by Jacob Pelche. Yeah, but uh, I know you're not a huge fan of his of Pelche's size, and you think he's going to get manhandled. But I do. He's um, he's still 21 years old, right? Yeah, he's got you know, time to grow. He needs to grow. He needs to. I mean, I get what he's doing in the NH or AHL, and it's great. But he's he needs to develop. He needs to he needs to get into man size. You know what yeah. I mean? Like he's 21 years old. You know, he's already he's fighting the the size as it is. Even in the AHL, he's doing well at it. But I mean, NHL is a different is a different aspect. There's, I believe, there's just no way that he's going to be ready. I mean, if he comes into training camp and 
and and does preseason like a champ great good on him if he steals a position from one of these guys perfect yeah i don't think either of those guys should be given a spot i think they both need to come into camp and outwork 100 percent take take lewis and and rooney and and whoever else um right now one of like the way that our roster's comprised you know right now one of them is likely going to have to play because we don't have 12 other forwards that's true <laughs> um yeah i mean we, there's there's a lot of talk that brad's looking for one more one more deal to be had whether he yeah. can pull it off who knows um you know we're getting we're getting into what are we like three weeks two weeks three weeks before uh you know before they start training camp and yeah so i mean it's we'll we'll see what brad's able to do obviously he's he's done a pretty incredible job with uh with with the with the seven four that he was dealt at the beginning of free agency, um, yeah. For whatever reason, he was just handed a, a full house and uh, went all in, and, and we're loving it, you know, as it is right now. One more piece would be really nice, but you know, if we roll into the season with what we have right now, with a with Adam given a chance to to make the roster and Jacob with a chance to make the roster, I'm not I'm not upset about that at all. Yeah, me neither. Well. I mean, well, I think I think we just you, did a circle of uh, of the forwards that the Flames have currently, uh, plus a couple of possible additions. Um, it's been a it's been a fun conversation. I'm really looking forward to the season to start. Um, Me too. And I'm and I'm really looking forward to uh, continuing to talk hockey with you, Dylan. It's been uh, it's been fun. I know we had a you know a number of weeks off during the during the off season. Came back for a couple of episodes every once in a while, but. I'm excited to really get back into it and uh, the weekly thing is going to be good, man. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, super excited about it. Yeah, we yeah. Sh- we should be doing uh, another episode in the next uh, handful of days. Uh, the same type of thing, but with the defensemen and goalies. So keep an eye out for that. Yep. Uh, remember to check us out on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and YouTube. Uh, give us a like, smash the subscribe button, and uh, let us know what you think about the Flames Forward group in the comments. Well, Chris and Dylan, signing Cheers. out. Cheers. Cheers.